1: The Pacific Division Sharks come into the fortress lacking bite with stars on the trading block. It's the Shark Tank in full effect. Hi again, everyone. Tony Kordasco along with Chris Kolek. And we are brought to you by FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Hi again, everyone. Tony Kordasco, Chris Kolek from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen, your team every day. Find us on Twitter at lockdownvgk Tony Dasko, at TD Chris G. The YouTube channel is Lockdown Golden Knights. Chris, first of all, I want to get some feedback from you on the crossover and uh, tell the listeners about yesterday's roundtable in case they missed it with uh, some of the members of the Lockdown Pacific
0: yeah, the top four teams got together uh, yesterday, had a little discussion, Oilers, Kraken, and the Kings, and we all kind of shed a little bit of light on what our teams are experiencing, maybe our biggest challenges, and then at the end, we finished with uh, predictions, where we felt, uh, if we felt all four teams currently in playoff position would end in playoff position, and uh, which team we felt might win the division. Certainly a good time, good, good time uh, catching up with them, and we're going to do it again between the regular season and playoffs to see kind of how everything shook out. But just a couple of uh, Cliff's notes, uh, the biggest challenges we've faced, obviously it's a combination of Mark Stone, Logan Thompson going down and kind of who's going to take over. We talked about the team MVP. I wanted to say Jack Eichel. I wanted to say Logan Thompson both uh, had times where they were either gone or not performing well. And then, um, So I landed on Alex Petrangelo as far as my season MVP to date so far, just based on the minutes logged and the contributions to both sides of the ice. And then lastly, we went to um, who we felt would win the division if if all four teams currently in the playoff position would end there. I do feel the four teams that are currently in the playoff position will end there. I don't see a team like the Flames or the Preds uh, making that big of a leap. And then lastly, uh, my prediction was the Oilers would sneak out the division when the dust settles.
1: Okay. You're not going to invite Cal Gary to any of the shenanigans?
0: No, 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 no. The Flames, the Sharks, the Ducks, and oh, who am I? Flame Sharks, Ducks, whoever the other bad team in the Pacific is. I'm drawing a total blank right now. Uh, they can all be at the kiddie table. And they can come join the big kids table when they do better. One of the teams
1: that's in also-ran, the San Jose Sharks. Uh, perhaps a lot of players on the block coming canucks, up March 3rd. Canucks. As I said, Vancouver. Okay, my bad. Uh, March 3rd uh, trade deadline, uh, the winger, Timo Meyer, much coveted. Uh, coveted, perhaps, by the Vegas Golden Knights. 48 points, 28 goals. And then defenseman Eric Carlson enjoying his best season, best career, 64 points already, and he has 15 goals. Now, some of the rumors uh, for these two players, we can get into that. Uh, Carlson perhaps to Edmonton, and they would have to retain half of his salary plus uh, two players and draft picks. And they still have uh, some players that they have on that team that are pretty good. And, uh, of course, uh, Timo Meyer uh, and There's a lot of trade conversation about him. Um, They are talking perhaps about Toronto as a a landing spot. So we've got Carlson and Timo Meyer, And I still am not sure that VGK would be able to pull off uh, a trade because uh, what they're going to do, they're going to have to give up a defenseman. And perhaps that could be Alec Martinez, right, for uh, Carlson if they were to go that route. Um, if they were to go for Timo Meyer, which everyone would like to see here, um, VGK would have to give up a lot of assets. And I don't know, do they have all those assets? They would want a prospect. They would probably want a couple of players, and probably want VGK to retain fifty percent with with either player.
0: It's it's raining uh, first round draft picks in the NHL right now. We saw the Tarasenko deal uh, last week, last night we saw the McCabe deal with Toronto. So. It's just crazy watching what's going to happen. And I mean, there might be, you know, six or seven, eight big notable trades on the horizon. Is there a path to acquiring a $10 million player in Timo Meyer? Financially, yes. You know, depending on unless there is a glimmer of hope for Mark Stone to come back during the regular season. Um, Is that the right thing to do? I don't know. If Timo Meyer was, there was a way to get him. It would be nice to see if there's a way to retain him. I know we can't keep on bringing on these $10 million players and stuff like that, but he is the crown jewel of free agency right now based on his output, his age, and um, for VGK, knowledge of the Pacific Division, which we'll have a lot of games with uh, down the stretch, of course.
1: And so uh, I know that another team that is in on Timo Meyer, perhaps the prohibitive favorite would have to be the Devils. Devils and Leafs are the two that are mentioned the most. And uh, Dr. Saravelli said that you're going to need three first rounders uh, for Carlson.
0: That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot. I mean, but what Carlson is doing on the offensive side of the blue line is remarkable. And I first caught it at the game I covered um, when they played the Sharks. And unfortunately, the Sharks beat the Vegas Golden Knights. I think it was five to two back in October or November or something like that. Just a, a terrible game, unfortunately. But watching Eric Carlson work that blue line was just magnificent either the the way he's just able to keep the puck in as it's, you know, working its way out as the team is trying to clear it or the way he creates space. This is such an important thing for defensemen and it's drills. You see in practice, like this is one of the main reasons I love you know, telling people, Hey, go check out a practice for a team. So you can see the type of drills that the defensemen do where they just, they, they get the puck shot to them. Uh, I was watching one at Henderson a while back where, you had a coach passing it to a defenseman on the point. They had to make a couple of moves. They had to chip the puck over like this mat and get it all the way through, you know, to the net without it hitting anything. And it's just a short, quick example of the limited space that the team, that the defensemen have to work with when they're trying to get the puck on net. So fast forward to Eric Carlson, watching him do it in real time with real opposing players, trying to take the puck from him is awesome to watch. Um, where is Carlson going to end up? I mean, that's, uh, you know, like I said, you can't just move a $10 million or so player. I think he's around $10 million, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. He's around $10 million. And they're going to have to make some trades there. They're a selling team. They still have some talent, right, when you go through the roster of the Sharks. And I still can't understand why they couldn't win more games. But again, they're probably... I did playing. the
0: same thing, Tony. I looked up and down the roster. I'm like, okay, let's see here. You know, William just going Couture. out back Florida. is having a good year, 35 points on a, on a cheap salary. Matt Benino is okay. Logan Couture, of course, is doing what he does. Tomas Hurdle doing Kevin what LeBank. he does.
1: Yeah, Kevin Eric Carlson, yeah. Kevin
0: LeBlanc. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not... Kimo Meyer, so. of course, you right. know. Hurdle, all those guys. Goaltending uh, is obviously an issue right now. looks like oh they're my without goodness. everybody. Hey, they have, Chris uh, making an appearance. Oh, yeah, Chris is here. They have uh, Matt Kniemi. He's 1-0-1 oh, with a 2-1-3. Aaron Dell is back. We just saw Aaron Dell actually uh, skating with uh, the Barracuda a few weeks ago. So, obviously, uh, he's uh, made the jump right now. So, you know, it's a team in limbo that's just um, they got some talent, but not enough. They don't have the low-end talent to complement the high-end talents. So, I think it's just time to scrape uh, scrape it all and start fresh. And they started that, that process with uh, getting rid of Brent Burns to uh, uh, Carolina in the offseason.
1: Okay, so uh, goaltending Capo, Kakanen, a point eight eight zero save percentage.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, this is a team
0: that gives up nearly four goals per 60 minutes. So looking at their recent games, though, they've actually had some pretty notable victories here. Uh, going back to January, again, there's a lot of losses in here. Don't get me wrong. But they lose here. here here's an odd one. They lose in Carolina four to five. On the second end of the back-to-back, they beat Pittsburgh 6-4. That's how they end uh, end out the All-Star break. Coming out of the All-Star break, they defeat the Tampa Bay Lightning on the road 4-3, lose on the road to Florida. They beat the Capitals on the road, um, and then they lose to Pittsburgh at home, and here they are in Vegas tonight. Um, It's funny. The coach of the Avs, I mentioned a back-to-back in there. The coach of the Avs is chirping about back-to-backs right now. He's mad they have too many of them. Schedule's rigged. (laughs) It's definitely rigged. Uh James is
1: there. Oh, the Kakken uh, his safe percentage is the third worst in the NHL.
0: Uh is this a rivalry? Of course it's a rivalry, definitely. It's uh is it
1: still is it's, it's a, rivalry? Still a rivalry? Of course. The fan if this one's there's hates.
0: There is when a <laughs> fan base has hates, and I don't mean this in a bad way, it's, it's just how it is. Including you. Including you. You know, I just just locked on sharks. I I don't, I don't dig those guys. <laughs> I don't dig those guys. I'm fine with the sharks. You're but. so bitter. You're so bitter. A little bit. Um so is it a ri of course it's a rivalry. I mean, it's not forgotten what happened in the in the not a major nonsense and all that, and all the, the chirping that their fans did when you know about that. And they should. I mean, that's you know, the sharks haven't had a lot to be excited about, and you know, their two biggest things to date are uh, you know, taking out the golden knights and the not a major nonsense, and then uh last season basically ending our season at T Mobile Ice. So I mean, you know, that's that's a rivalry and we owe him a game, right? We owe him a game. We owe him a game from earlier in the season. We owe him a game for ending our season twice. So that's a rivalry. And that, That's also what makes it fun. Yeah, they put
1: up a banner, right, for knocking VGK out of the
0: playoffs. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, just the yeah, Nashville Predators, regular season champions. They got one also it's right next to that one. Coming up next, we've got uh, some
1: comments yesterday from Bruce Cassidy on the importance of winning these divisional games, especially against teams that are in contention. We'll get to that when we return right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. The midway point of the NBA season is here. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets if your first bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, it's super easy to use. And then you can bet on everything from the money lines, point scores, and threes, drain. And there's a lot to uh, to discuss when you're talking about FanDuel. Of course, uh, there's some big markets for FanDuel. Uh, you can bet against the spread. You've got money line. You've got player props. You've got rebounds, assists, all of that. And then even FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss it. Don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet of up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com/slash-lockdown. That's fanduel.com/slash-lockdown to learn more and make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Kardaszka, Chris Garlic from Las Vegas. And we appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. Thank you so much for doing that. Please subscribe, sub, if you will, to our YouTube channel. Of course, that's Locked On Golden Knights. So uh, Bruce Cassidy, um, he met with the media yesterday. Have you noticed that he's rocking a little less now that the team is on a winning streak? Have you noticed that? Uh, And he said on Wednesday that his team has to defeat teams. Uh, within the Pacific Division, and especially those who are uh, competitive or ahead of them, the standings or teams that are closing in on them. So he put a lot of emphasis, particularly on the Pacific Division. Little Chris, what are you up to, man? Shenanigans? What's he doing there?
0: He's watching your face bounce around right now. You like that, Chris, huh? Pretty cool. That, that, that's called a Tony meme. That's what he does when he does that in, in real life when Eric Carlson gets a goal or an empty netter. That's, he does it in real life. You got to see it. It's pretty cool. He also does karate chops and stuff and all sorts of weird things. All right. So uh Bruce Cassidy, we're talking about him swaying in division games and uh and all that stuff right now. So listen, I mean, division games, you have to take care of of home, right? And obviously home games are taking care of home, but after that, you got to win your division games. And the Golden Knights have not done a great job of that. I mean, we got the play the Ducks recently. Yay, we'll take that. Hopefully, it's a layup tonight against the Sharks. Um, this is the game, though, you hope the team does not overlook. This is a trap game tonight. You got Tampa coming in on Saturday. Obviously, you do a little more planning when a team like Tampa comes to town versus this, versus the San Jose Sharks. But again, it's even though it's technically not because the Sharks aren't in playoff contention, it's still a four-point game as far as the swings and stuff like that. And Just imagine where VGK would be if they could have performed better against the Pacific Division. I think there's still sub 500 maybe six and eight five and seven six and nine somewhere in that area but they are a sub 500 team oddly enough in the softest division hockey oddly enough they're still in first place in the pacific and probably what back to top six or seven over in overall standings in the nhl i would assume
1: and bruce Cassie's still trying to figure out this division i believe and so he's having some difficulties solving some of these teams and uh there's a, a team, again, I don't understand why you're overlooking Calgary. They could be back in contention, especially if VGK is at the top of the heap because VGK plays Calgary uh, three more times. He mentioned in Edmonton twice more. So those could be some pretty big games.
0: Yeah, Minnesota is kind of on the free fall right now. Unfortunately, Mark andre Fleury is not having a, a great time. And, I mean, geez, are they going to try and do something there? Um, <coughs> pardon me. Nashville is still kind of hanging around for whatever reason. They've only played 51 games where everyone else has played 54, 55 games. So Nashville is still kind of in the fold. St. Louis is obviously, I think where we, uh, we draw the line, so to speak. So of these four teams, maybe you look at it like this, not even of these four teams. I mean, I'll say it again. There's still only a seven point spread of winning the Pacific division and being out of the playoffs. And that's something we also did talk about, Yesterday in the round table. And that's the odd thing. All four of these teams, all four of the top Pacific teams, all have goaltending questions. We know the VGK situation. The LA Kings are relying on friggin' Phoenix Copley to take him to the promised land right now. Phoenix Copley. Like that's that's like my Michael hutchinson status. And I don't mean that in a bad way, <laughs> just that's a player you did not expect Man. to be relying on down the stretch. That's all I'm saying there. Seattle with wow. Blue Bauer. There he goes again. Seattle well, with Grubauer. and slander.
1: If for, you haven't had that slander for, uh... go
0: ahead. Sorry. Okay, uh, uh, Seattle. You got Grubauer and um, and uh, and uh, Jones, right? And we love Jones. Jones. We love Jones. Um, and then Edmonton never will figure out their goaltending situation because that's uh, what the Edmonton Oilers do. Uh, the Flames might actually have Chris is shaming him right now. Um, the Flames might actually have the best goaltending situation. in Markstrom. I don't know. I haven't looked in a while.
1: Yeah. These games are four point games, no matter how you look at them, no matter how you view them. uh, I was going to say you haven't had uh, any slander for for these teams in a while. Uh, VGK six, seven, and two. I found the uh, stats against the Pacific Division. You got to do better. Yeah, not good enough. No, they're they're not going to win the division if they are a sub five hundred team. And uh, the emphasis again against teams that they're battling for playoff. Positions Now, is Cassidy getting ahead of the, uh, the card, ahead of the horse here by saying that they're battling teams for playoff positions because he's assuming that they're going to be in the playoffs right now?
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, it's, it's tough. It's strange right now trying to figure out, uh, you know, what he's saying. And listen, again, he's saying these things to hopefully get back to the team and get them to have, you know, some bite, some bark, whatever that may be and it's all clichés right i mean the deeper into the season we get the clichés come whether you're a team contending for a <laughs> playoff spot contending right. for a division the president's trophy whatever whatever it is this is definitely clicheville whether you're on a team right now where you might be traded you know it's all we're just going to play the schedule in front of us or we worry about the things that i can only control and this is all cliche time right now chris wants to do a quick uh, standings update on the division right now go ahead chris fire was away was taking a photo of me okay. Um, it's first in the division. L.A. is second. Seattle third. Edmonton is fourth. Now, I was shocked by this. Anaheim is minus 92. Their goal fourth? differential is minus 92? Yes. Oh, wow. Whoa. I was that's... shocked when I saw that. I am shocked, too. Vegas that's... is in first, but they're terrible in the league. They're not.
1: Yeah. He's grown up right before our very eyes. You know that? Since we started doing this together.
0: Oh God, he's yeah! He's He's uh, <laughs> he's he's having a blast doing that. So thanks a little bit. So thanks,
1: thanks oh, brother. Oh,
0: he's got one more. He's got one more. He's got one more. Oh. One more
1: <laughs> is seventh, um, and minus forty.
0: Seventh wow. in the division and minus forty. Yeah. Is he going What's to make, the game tonight? N- I'm not going to the game tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is he going? No.
0: No, no, we're not, we're not, we're not going tonight. No, I'm. gonna uh, When my schedule changed, uh, I decided to schedule a, a card show and to do some work tonight.
1: Nice. So I just uh, you kind of slipped it in there, but what was Jared Bednar saying about? Oh, back-to-back? so
0: yeah, just um, he basically uh, his his quote was something along the lines of uh, teams are always waiting for us, alluding to they're playing the back to backs, not getting teams who are playing the back to backs.
1: So, How about that?
0: Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know. Listen, when 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 things aren't it's going rigged. well after lifting the Stanley Cup, you start chirping a little bit, you know.
1: It's it's so rigged. This it's league so is rigged. We know that. So rigged. Uh, coming up next, we will have our locks of the night and our game prediction. Don't go away right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Welcome back to Locked Golden Knights. Tony Credasco and Chris Golick here. And again, please make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked Golden Knights. And check out our Twitter at Locked VGK. A lot of good Chris content there waiting for you. And so the one kind of odd stat, the last three games after the All-Star break, BGK, as we mentioned a couple days ago, has scored five, five, and seven goals. In each of those games, Chris, it's been different goal scores in each and one. So each game, so that five goals, five different scores, five more, five different scores, seven goals, five different scores. Scores, So they're getting contributions from everyone. So we never had this on our bingo card as far as who is going to fill in for Mark Stone. This is great contributions from a lot of unsung heroes, too.
0: Yeah, and this is a reminder of season one in a sense where season one, James Neal was, you know, the the leader, right? He was the, the one the team relied on. But after James Neal, you had so much secondary scoring on the team up and down the line. And it, it's happening this year right now. Um, Petrangelo, obviously, his numbers stand out. Even Jack Eichel, his numbers still stand out. Mark Stone's numbers did stand out before, obviously, he went down. And now, all of a sudden, Paul Cotter quietly getting there. Phil Kessel is putting up points right now. We've been saying this for a while now. Phil Kessel, it's all he had to hold on to with Kessel. When's he going to turn it on? He's turning it on right now. Um, Will Carrier, I mean, theres you, you can't say enough about what he's done for this team, we can go on and on and on about what's happening right now. But you know, take care of business tonight, and uh, let's put up another. Let's put up another yachtie tonight.
1: Yeah, we saw Phil Castle when he wants to assert himself, he does. It's kind of, it's kind of funny actually, because uh, he just was preserving himself. Let's keep the Iron Man Street intact. And, I and don't think I he cares. Sorry,
0: I'm going to be honest. I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares about the Iron Man about- Street. I think he cares about preserving himself. I think he cares about having himself in a spot to go deep into the playoffs and and help the team as the games get more important. But I don't know. I get the vibe he doesn't care. I just get – and I don't mean that badly either. I don't mean that in a bad way whatsoever. I just honestly think he's he's cool. He's cool. Whatever happens, happens. He's cool.
1: So uh, let's do predictions and uh, our, of course, locks of the night. I'm going to go – a VGK six to three say who's going to be in net tonight six to three VGK who are we going to see
0: for the Sharks oh who cares about the Sharks but I mean I would I'm actually more curious about the VGK side you know Saturday most likely I should say sometimes Cassidy surprises us you know Saturday is going to be um uh, Aiden Hill does Bressois make his debut tonight that's the that's the question we'll find out when they practice I mean I I think he should, but also or Hill I against them, his former team. Hill is going to want to beat his former team, maybe, and that's also fair. That's definitely fair, and and there's always the, the coaches always have a have um a knack for for those types of matchups and stuff like that. But just real quick, while we got a second, like you got two real tough games, right? You got San Jose and Tampa, then you go to Chicago on Tuesday. It almost makes a little more sense to get the win tonight's Make sure you have your goalie who's ready out there. You go back-to-back back with Hill uh, Thursday and Saturday. And then Chicago, you ease Bressois back in. And then we got Calgary, Dallas, Colorado. On the other side of that, you find a spot for Brassois to go. And then looking to the following week, you got Montreal. You got Florida that same week. You got St. Louis and Philly the following week. Columbus and Vancouver. Like There's, there's so many soft spots for Brassois if they want to ease him back in, you know, it's, it's a different world. Is is he ready? Sure. Is he, did he earn this opportunity in the AHL by all means? Yes. But once the lights go on, who knows? And it would be very unfortunate if Brassois did go in and didn't have a good starts and they couldn't get there tonight.
1: Yeah. And VGK has had another like all-star break. Gave him all sorts of time
0: off, go out, get liquored up, all
1: that. So.
0: Uh, see my comments about sometimes. the scheduling. Uh, roses are red, violets are blue and how I felt about the scheduling, for the soup the game <laughs> on Sunday. Um, I'm, I'm going to keep the train going here. I'm keeping my Yahtzee train five, one VGK five, one I'm going five, and one they, until, they I, until I'm nowhere near it. This is a revenge game for the VGK. <clears throat> obviously, they wanna, it's always a revenge game, but a little more than normal. Yes.
1: Yeah. And they, they <laughs> want to establish themselves here and uh, get those much needed points. And, my uh my locks of the night. Okay, I'm gonna go first because I'm gonna go with Petro and White Cloud.
0: Ooh, Petro I like White Cloud. Mike. I like White Cloud. Yeah. White Cloud gave Petro's- a real a real nice interview with me too at the Night to Remember at the gala. I really just enjoyed talking with him in that setting and a little bit of hockey, a little bit of not hockey, and you know his perspective of his game and all that. It was definitely definitely gave some good some good content for us. Um <laughs> okay. Who are yours? I gotta go, Eichel tonight's just because it just feels like he's uh, on the verge of like a four-point game right now. It feels like he's about just to explode. Uh, all yeah. this, all signs are pointing there, and uh, let's go Kessel again. Let's go Kessel again, just because I we talked about him. So Eichel's gonna explode. Kessel is contri- contributing in a regular level right now. So it's uh, it's it's nice it's nice to see. Are we the beneficiaries of a soft schedule after the All Star break? Fine. But we've also lost a lot of games during soft schedules earlier in the season too. So you know, it's all good. We'll take it.
1: By the way, that uh, Golden Knights Foundation a night Ooh. to remember the gala. Yes. Yep, raised more than one point two million. So that's really good. I for that did not characters. surprise
0: me one bit when you know what the. I mean, it was five hundred bucks for general mission, one thousand two hundred fifty for um, basically an extended private meet and greets and then looking at the items they were auctioning off the prizes the the goofy prizes they did as well alec martinez this is actually pretty funny alec martinez won a prize at the events he won a helicopter ride with march and someone else he was actually the high bidder for it so i thought that was uh that was kind of interesting but 1.2 million dollars you know you see where that money goes back to in the community and it's just, it's it's, it's it's remarkable. I mean, you know, we we, we throw some shade at EGK for things that do happen on the ice and, you know, whatever shenanigans they're up to, but they do show up for the community. And we've known that since day one, going back obviously to the, the one October tragedy and everything since then. So major kudos to the Vegas Golden Knights for just being role model citizens for professional sports in the city and a roadmap for what other teams need to do when they come here, the Raiders obviously need to follow suits. Of course, uh, all the athletics talk right now. And then, you know, you got WNBA, we got soccer and we got basketball and like four different football leagues all of a sudden. So, you know, <laughs> it's all uh, Detroit. The, the the Vegas Vipers make make WTF on Friday, but I'm going to save it for them. OK, that's all. awfully good. Oh, I've got a little. OK,
1: I'm going to before we we have to talk about this. Have to. So we have to have you to. brought up the Vegas Vipers. This is classic. So all of their teams are based in Texas, right? Okay. So they're all down there and they're going to like depart from Texas and come here for the games. Okay. So they're good. But here's a little wrinkle. Both teams will be on the same flight. Is that a disaster? Waiting to happen? I think back in the day, either it was like the Las Vegas stars, triple a baseball team, which later became obviously the 51. Right. And now the aviators, they did something like that. I think there was a fight on one of those uh, plane. That's plane. awesome. So we're going to have to keep an eye on that. Awesome. And then did you get any, did you get uh, from T pain any tips on auto tune, like on how to make our show better?
0: On um, what? That just huh? Video. Auto tune. Auto tune. What are you talking about? <laughs> how did Britney Spears get in this conversation? You don't know what auto tune is. That's just singing no i know what that's why i said that's why i said how did britney spears get in this conversation okay was there was there was something on now that we're completely off the rails um (laughs) there was something on it was america's got talent i want to say where there was one of the judges was a known auto-tune person i forgot who it was and there was a male singer and she was criticizing him and he fires fires back and says That's why you use Auto-Tune and I don't. Then they go to Simon Cowell, who literally spits out his Pepsi or Coke or whatever (laughs) sponsored beverage he was drinking. So you said Auto-Tune. That got me going.
1: All right. We got Auto-Tune. Hopefully we can install that by tomorrow. Maybe something with our cameras too. My camera especially. Uh, Coming up tomorrow, we'll, we'll recap the game from tonight. We'll have our What the Friday and much, much more on the way. We'll have some storylines coming out of tonight's game, and I just hope the Sharks show up so it's a fun game or entertaining game at least for a while. I want to see VGK play
0: a tight game right now. I do. I want to see how they respond.
1: Okay, a little <laughs> adversity doesn't hurt. The don't hit Timo
0: Meyer. That are they going to go after Timo Meyer tonight? Is this where like Jordan and Pippen beat the crap out of Tony Kukoc before <laughs> they signed him? Is that what's going to happen tonight?
1: Well, you said that uh, Trevor Zegers was a marked man the other night. He was, but he deserved it. By VGK. Okay. Uh, for my man, little Chris. For Big Chris. Big Chris. Yeah. Chris TD Chris G on Twitter. Need to get this little guy a
0: Twitter. Eventually. Page.
1: Eventually. Uh, I'm Tony Kordasko. We appreciate you all making us your first listen each and every day. Find us again on our YouTube channel, Locked on Golden Knights. And take care. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Locked on Golden Knights.